Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking with Bungie. That was my shifting lever. I am shifting my car into drive. Wow. Remember the old standards, how much fun that was? I, I think about that from time to time when I'm driving around in this car. I think about how much fun the old standards were. I had a Honda Civic. That was my first car ever. Honda Civic, 1979, I think it was. Wow. That's not when I had the car. That's when the car was made. I didn't have the car until the late 1980s. It was pretty much used up. A $200 jalopy is what that was. But that little car, I drove that back for to school, put a lot of miles on that car. That was really something, that little, little car, but it was a standard. And then I had a Toyota, 1985 Toyota pickup back then. And someone asked me recently, was it a Tacoma or a or a uh, Tundra. And I was like, no, they didn't do that back then. Back then it was a Toyota pickup <laughs> and it was smaller than both the Tacoma or the Tundra. It was very small. It was a tiny little pickup, little, uh, little tiny bench seat in the front. I don't know why it was a bench seat. You could only fit two people in there. So, but it was a boil of that truck. That also was pretty much used up by the time I got a hold of it, but it was a neat truck to have, but it was a standard, a lot of fun to drive. This car would be a lot of fun to drive if it were a standard, but then you try and drink your Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee and holding this coffee and talking and driving while I am uh, doing so and trying to shift a standard while doing all of those things probably would not be the best. Probably would not be all that easy. So you didn't log on to this podcast. Is it log on? I don't know. You, you didn't download this podcast. You are not streaming this podcast. Whatever it is you are doing with this podcast, you didn't do it with the intent of hearing me talk about cars and all that good stuff. You did it because you want to know more about the subject of this podcast, which is what's going to go on next year in Death by Bungie. What is the future of Death by Bungie? That is why you logged on to this podcast. So you deserve to have a little bit of information about that. I deserve to have just a little bit of iced coffee. I don't drink an awful lot of iced coffee. 2020 has changed the way we live our lives. That is a fact. It has really changed things. Some of it, though, has really changed things for the better. When I talk about iced coffee, you guys follow Death by Bungie. I was drinking Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee every day, every day. It was my morning ritual. Everybody drinks coffee every morning, right? Normal people do. You people that don't drink coffee in the morning, I don't know how you get by. But when I get up in the morning, when I get my coffee going, I get a one cup of coffee and that does me all day, sets the day off on a perfect note. It could not be better. Couldn't be better. So when you have iced coffee like I just picked up for this trip when you're driving for your morning where you got to go somewhere in my case I'm headed back home I was in our old town where we used to live checking on my old house where we used to live heading back to our new house where we live now for our second Christmas dinner that's going to be fun it's going to be awesome so if you hear a little background noise, me driving and all that good stuff, I apologize. I will try to clean the audio up the best I can. There's a tractor trailer getting ready to pass me here. So I'm just trying to stay out of his way as well. So when we're talking about 2020, 
Dunkin' Donuts is one of the things that has changed greatly for me and changed the way that I have lived my life throughout the course of the year. When we started the year out, and you don't care about my routine, but I just want to demonstrate this to show you little things like this and how they can have a pretty big impact on you. I started out 2020 drinking Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee every day like I always do. My large iced coffee, two cream, three Splenda. That's pretty much what I started 2020 with, right? In the beginning of 2020, we were just hearing about this virus. And, you know, we heard about viruses before. Who cares? Big deal. So I didn't pay much mind to it. Kept drinking my Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. That had to change when they shut Dunkin' Donuts down. The governor comes in and says, no, you can't, can't have Dunkin' Donuts. It's the place where you're spreading viruses and all that stuff. There goes our tractor trailer buddy. He's on the road. He is hauling, man. It's literally hauling, but he's booking for a guy that's got a load of sand on the back of his truck there. We are in oil and gas country here in northeastern Pennsylvania, so we recognize a sand truck when we see one, don't we? For whatever reason, they shut down Dunkin' Donuts for a period of time. I am forced to find other sources for caffeine, forced to take drastic measures. What are the drastic measures? I started buying iced coffee, Starbucks iced coffee from the grocery store, the local grocery store. So I would have it on hand at home. Now, is it better? I don't know. That's a subjective term. Is it worse? I don't know. Again, that is a subjective term. It is different and therefore not as good because you get in a routine when you drink a thousand straight Dunkin' Donuts iced coffees every day for a thousand days, which I probably did, and then all of a sudden you're drinking a different iced coffee, that's going to change things drastically. It's going to be different. And it takes a while for your brain and your body to think, oh, this is pretty good. But before long, you adjust and you start accepting this new source of caffeine. And as a part of your morning ritual, it starts to be okay. And you can, you know, whatever. So I was drinking it out of, uh, you know, put some ice in a canning jar, a ball canning jar, and I have lids that you can drink through that screw on the top of it with the canning jar lids. And it's kind of neat because it's canning. I like canning. I love to can my venison, as you guys know. Done a lot of that this year. Not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. But can you ever do enough canned venison? I'm starting to think not. That really changed my routine. But now we've moved to a new, another area. I don't go to Dunkin' Donuts as much, right? I'm still back. Now I'm back on the uh, back on it. This makes it sound like a prescription medicine, but I'm back on the Starbucks iced coffee that you're buying in jugs and stuff and keeping in the refrigerator. So, and it's taken me a little while to figure out how much of that I should have. With the Dunkin' Donuts, with the iced coffee, I get a large every day. That's probably a little more caffeine than I need. That's quite a bit. And I can feel that when I get to work in the morning. I wouldn't say jittery, but I can tell you that I've had some caffeine. I'm very clear on that, very aware of it. Right now when I'm talking to you, I'm talking a little bit faster. With the Starbucks, if you drink enough of it, that's likely to happen also. But what I've done with the Starbucks is I'm having two cups a day, which is, I mean, two physical cups, two measuring cups of it a day. And one pint, in other words, one pint canning jar, fill that up, put the creamer in there and all that good stuff, stir it in some Splenda, and we're good to go. Makes a great morning boost. I don't even have to take it to work with me. I just have that. Then I get ready for work, and we live a lot closer to work now, so it takes me five minutes to get to work. So I just drop into work, and I don't have any coffee at work. I just 
go out throughout my day and I've got a perfect amount of caffeine, I think it's keeping the blood pressure in check. It's not affecting that in any way. So I think it's actually better from a health standpoint because I'm not risking any high blood pressure whatsoever. So that's a good thing, right? The other thing I've noticed though is on the old wallet. Wow, what a difference. I was spending, when you do the math, probably around $1,500 a year on Dunkin' Donuts. Now, I make decent money. I'm not, I'm not hurting by any stretch of the imagination, but $1,500 is $1,500. It's pretty easy to spend $1,500 a year when you do it three bucks a day, right? When you're doing it, and you can do the math on this, but if I go to Dunkin' Donuts, it's $3.06 this iced coffee was. We'll drop the six cents, right? We'll just stick with the $3. And if we do that math, that, my friends, is three times seven, $21 a week. When we multiply that times 52, do the math. That's well over $1,000. I'm not gonna do the math because I can't do it in my head, but it's well over $1,000. So that's without getting any of the fun add-ons like the apple fritter that I enjoy from time to time. That's without getting breakfast from Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, you get breakfast at Dunkin' Donuts and that iced coffee, you're in the $9 range, right? Kaboom, you're right up there. So that is part of the pandemic. All this talk about iced coffee that's getting me thirsty. Man, you can see why it's habitual. That, they made me, hadn't seen me in a while, and they made me an extra special right here, I'm telling you. It, they hit this one out of the park. This is like the perfect one. I'm just joking. They're really the same every time, but man, my brain is immediately starting to recognize how awesome Dunkin' Donuts is and how perfect that iced coffee is for your morning routine. Oh, how I've missed you. But nonetheless, objectively, if you look at this with your brain and not your taste buds, what do I have here? I have well over $1,000 worth of coffee every year. Well over $1,000. And then when you have those add-ons, like the apple fritter, when you have the add-ons, like the $9 breakfast you end up with, you end up with very quickly into that $1,500 range. I'm saving a ton of money by buying the stuff from the grocery store, just like you would eat now, right? If you eat out every day, you're gonna run the bills up. If you buy groceries and cook your own food, you save a lot of money. And holy cow, are we now saving a lot of money in that respect also. I do all the shopping, all of our groceries. Now that we live in town, I have our groceries delivered. It cost me $7 to have someone do all of our shopping for us over a phone app and then deliver it to my house. So on Saturday afternoons, typically we just sit around waiting for somebody to show up with the groceries and then we put the groceries away, right? No trip to the grocery store. Take the pandemic completely out of the picture. If somebody came to me and said, look, you can go grocery shopping if you want, spend all your time in a grocery store, or if you give me $7, I'm gonna go do all your shopping for you. I'm gonna do it all for you, right? And you just give me a list. I'll take the seven bucks. Like, I don't wanna go to the grocery store and spend a few hours if I don't have to. Several hours shopping, going over there, standing in line, checking out, when someone else can run through here. The only downside of that shopping app, by the way, is that it does not offer Nardoni Brothers Pizza. What is up with that? I can order all kinds of frozen pizzas, but not Nardoni Brothers. If you are from Northeastern Pennsylvania, you understand the value of Nardoni Brothers Pizza. It is the perfect pizza. It is, and I say this as a pizza connoisseur, 
the greatest ready-made pizza of all time. It is perfect. It blows Tony's, Red Baron, Tombstone, all of them. They're all good. Don't get me wrong. They're all good, but they're nothing compared to Nardoni Bros. So get yourself some Nardoni Bros. There's another tip from the Talking with Bungie podcast. This is some podcast, huh? The point is, by shopping at home, by not going to Dunkin' Donuts every day, I'm still getting my caffeine fix. I'm a little bit healthier, a little bit better off. I'm probably better off eating groceries and cooking my own food. We eat a ton of venison, which is great because we have a ton of venison. And I'm very fortunate in that respect because health-wise, it's going to make me better off. But I think it's also going to make me better off financially. Because of this pandemic, I don't stop at the dandies all the time. A friend of Bungie, Gary, you know who you are. Uh, he had asked me recently, what's a dandy? Is it, you know, I'm assuming that's because I, I refer to dandy bags. I refer to dandy pizza and all that kind of stuff from time to time. Dandies are our local convenience store here. I was standing in line at the dandy today and I heard this woman in front of me say, feel sorry for me because I can't pay my bills and my husband's no help. You know, he's drunk to the gills. Other parts of the country have sheets. We do have a sheets around here, but we have acorns and sheets, and there's Highs convenience stores. There's Royal Farms down here in the old uh, Maryland Highs and Royal Farms. We have dandies. They are started by and operated by and owned by a Bradford County resident here in northeastern Pennsylvania, a family that was friends with my father, goes way back. They are long term, long time Bradford County residents. I am proud to be in dandy country. So the dandy, I just passed one here. But the dandy is just our local version of that. They do make a good pizza. So if you're looking for takeout pizza, their pizza is not too bad. But I don't stop at the dandies these days because I live five minutes. I actually pass a dandy on the way home. But with the virus and stuff, it's just an extra precaution not to, I, I just pretty much don't go out. I don't stop at the convenience stores and go in. I get my gas and go home or I get my groceries delivered or what have you. Without stopping for the Dunkin' Donuts every day, and by not going into the convenience stores all the time, I have found that suddenly I have cash in my pocket all the time. I've always got money on me. I don't have to stop at the Mac machine there, the ATM, and get money. I don't have to go and get do withdrawals at the bank. I'm not spending any money hardly. I'm spending some on my phone and all that for groceries and whatnot. But I am saving a ton of money. Now, if you have made it to this point in this podcast... Now you get to know the future of Death by Bungie. That's the whole point of this podcast, Rich. You've been talking for 15 minutes about stuff that is not Death by Bungie related. Why are you lecturing me on how much money you have? <laughs> and I don't have a ton of money. I don't have a ton of money, but I am saving a bunch. Genevieve and I went out for the late crossbow season yesterday, the day after Christmas. That's when it opens up, the late crossbow season. Now, some people call that the flintlock season. And I guess that's really what it is. But for me and for Genevieve, that is the late crossbow season. My plan was get in there. I figured we could make it for three hours. We got there a little bit too early, right? We were out there and it got cold and then the wind was blowing and everything else. If we'd have gotten there an hour later and set up, she probably would have made it all the way to dark, but she couldn't make it. I saw her up there. I was sitting behind her, set back a little bit with a camera. And she's sitting up there with Bungie Jr. She's all hutched up and she's sitting in there. She's hunkered down, ready to do it. 
And then I saw her starting to shake. We we're getting about half hour to dusk. So we had about an hour of legal shooting light left and she started shaking. And I, I was like making noises like this. And she turned around and looked at me. I'm like, and I point toward the car. You're like, do you want to go? And she shook her head. Yes. What a trooper. Now, if she had started her crossbow hunting experience doing this, she might never go out again. But, and I was a little nervous. I'm like, is this going to make it so she's not looking fondly, thinking back fondly on her crossbow hunting experience that you, as you know, as a friend of Bungie, was very positive, very good this year. I don't think we got to worry about that. We got back to the car and Genevieve, the first thing she said is, thank you for taking me out. And I was like, wow, you know, in my mind, I'm like trying to persuade her to go out and hunt in the late season. And her thanking me, her saying, thank you for taking me out. That tells me she was looking forward to it. She really wanted to do this. She really enjoys this. Well, how awesome is that? That's perfect. Perfect. So I'm very happy about that. And I think as far as the future of death by Bungie is concerned, I think that means she's in it for the long haul. She's thinking about next year. She's dropped a comment or two about can't wait to go back to Maryland, that sort of thing. And I hope we get to do that in 2021. I'm sure we will be able to. I'm sure the opportunity will exist. But it really makes me happy that it's in her mindset, that it's in her uh, desires of things to accomplish in 2021. I'm pretty excited about that. And so I think she's going to be part of the 2021 Death by Bungie experience. How awesome is that? That's that's. The first thing I wanted to point out. The second thing, and this is where I'll wrap it up. I have arrived home. I've saved some money throughout this pandemic merely by not buying iced coffee and by not stopping at stores. I will have saved enough money to buy a new crossbow. How cool is that? Now, I could buy a new crossbow anyway. There's no question about that. I mean, I've got the money to do that. I certainly could do that. But you know, 1500 bucks on a new crossbow is 1500 bucks. And I know there's cheaper models out there, but that's the high end of what I would spend on a new crossbow is the $1,500 range, I suppose. So I think that 2021 will probably have a new, a new bungee. There, I said it. I am doing a series of videos, already started them, on this process, this process of selecting a new crossbow. I have a few ideas. I got to contact some people and set up what I am hoping will be a cool way of doing this. A cool way of exploring Bungie's successor. How cool is that? That's going to be a neat topic. So there you get that. That's what you get for being a friend of Bungie, a friend of Bungie who is listening to the Talking with Bungie podcast. You get to be the first to know that yes, 2021 will likely include a new Bungie. Bungie. I think all this started when I got that uh, Bungie Jr. as a gift from a friend of Bungie. That's where we kind of started this whole thing. I'm thinking that's what sort of set the wheels in motion, so to speak. Genevieve's crossbow, even citing it in yesterday in the morning, getting ready for our afternoon hunt, I did a Facebook live stream on that. And standing out there and watching her shoot that crossbow, man, that thing is nice, wow. Advancements in technology. That's the subject of another podcast. I certainly can talk about advancements in technology all day long. But I wanted to talk about this because the Dunkin' Donuts thing really kind of set me off. That really kind of 
that is a, a big thing, and I wanted to talk about that. So we are in a spot, I guess, where if we make reasonable decisions, whether they are forced upon us because of a pandemic or if we just make reasonable decisions on our own, uh, we can save some money here and actually make a new crossbow a wise investment, a doable investment. So we'll see how that works out. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Talking with Bungie, and until next time, all hail Bungie. Bungie.